everybody. Welcome back on GFBS, the Berkshire Hathaway bi-weekly podcast on a Friday. And back for more realty expert Berkshire Bettles. And how are you, buddy? Good. Second time this week, so I'm lucky. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, a lot happening between uh, Wednesday and today. Oh, always a lot happening. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, weather kind of sucks. Yep. I mean, weather goes up and down. It's, it's you know, part of the way of life up here. You know, um, one thing I want to talk about, and, and, and you are really fun to talk like these things about, just about where we live. I mean, uh, when I think about it, I've lived all over the United States, um, but I keep coming back. Uh, you know, everybody's, it seems like every kid's dream, uh, me being from Northwestern Minnesota, I couldn't wait to get the heck out of here. You know, uh, when I was in my early twenties, what did I do? I picked up and I moved to California, thought it was the awesomest thing in the world for about two months. And within a year and a half, I was back. It's great around here, isn't it? Yeah. I mean, one thing that I think brings our community together is the fact that people do go away and come back often because we are just one of those places where people love to come back to. Which I think really is just indicative of, you know, the North Dakota story and being able to raise, you know, families here and be able to have safe communities. I think that's a really important aspect of like North Dakota culture and like why people choose to live here in North Dakota. You know, when I lived out west, um, I had heard the term North Dakota nice, Minnesota nice, Midwest, all that kind of stuff. I didn't really realize it until I lived out there. Right. Uh, that it's a completely different ball game uh, when you go to the, the West Coast, the East Coast. Uh, even down south, it's a lot different up here. And North Dakota nice does mean something. Right. I mean, you can see the community come together in so many different aspects. And I think that's one thing that keeps people here. And I think that's one thing that keeps drawing people here is that, you know, we really do have a sense of community unlike any other is that even though we compete in sports teams, we compete in other things in across, you know, businesses compete with each other, um, you know, but we're all here as a community. And I think that that's one thing that is really unique to our area of, of the world, really, even um, is that we do have that kind of bond. And part of that is because of our weather and because of our conditions. Yeah, I mean, you got to be North Dakota tough, too. Right. I mean, look at <laughs> right. outside today. Now, here's a funny thing, too, because, um, you know, people say we'll go Brooklyn, uh, New York, Minneapolis, St. Paul, uh, Los Angeles area. A lot of these people are picking up and moving. They've, they've had it. Right. And they're coming this way right. because they've read about this part of the United States their whole life. And now they're making themselves residents up here. And that's even got to be better for a realty expert like yourself. Well, you know, it just depends, really. <laughs> um, you know, people coming from other places, the explosion of co-primary homes is what we call it. People who are buying secondary homes to live in as well mm -hmm. has just exploded. And we've been seeing that everywhere. I mean, in the North Dakota markets and Minnesota markets, we're seeing that people want to be on the lake. People want to be on the river. People want to be on the farm. People want to have space being able to do what they want to do. And that's one thing that North Dakota has, uh, has to offer is a lot of space. We have a lot of great um, opportunities for housing. I mean, there, there are houses in North Dakota, like three, four-bedroom houses that are only $40,000. Yeah, yeah. I mean, uh, there's people here that snowbird in the winter. Right. Uh, but now you're going to see people here summer birding or right. whatever you want to <laughs> call it because of what you just hit. Well, and then uh, there's hunting. I mean, you have to remember, we just have such a large and, and different culture up here. You know, I know hunting is prevalent in a lot of the United States, but it's really big up here. It draws a lot of people um, every year, especially this year, considering that Canada was closed. Mm -hmm. you know, we had a lot of people from other states come in and, and enjoy North Dakota and use, you know, what we have here and a lot of South Dakota, too, since they remained open as well. 
And, you know, you look at Grand Forks, what it has to offer, uh, before COVID anyway. Uh, plenty of places to stay, beautiful houses, great neighborhoods, great people, and plenty of things to do. Right. I mean, it, it's... And and within an hour drive of Grand Forks, I mean, how many lakes are there? You know, all this kind of cool things. Well, and it's not even that. It's like like you and I were talking before the show. You know, we like to travel. Everyone, I don't know anyone from North Dakota who, North Dakota who doesn't travel. Mm-hmm. I mean, we have great airports that take us pretty much anywhere we need to go. And I, I feel really comfortable being able to go visit places like California, New York, Texas, um, Colorado, you know, all these different places that are great to see. But it's something unique to come home to this place, I think, that makes that makes it all the better to travel. You know, I was in uh, New York City one time, and uh, we were there for, <clears throat> I suppose, about 16 hours. I was there all through the night, just walking around all parts of New York City. And, of course, I was like a little kid in a candy store. I mean, my eyes were wide open. I've never yeah. <laughs> seen anything like this before. But you know what? I couldn't wait to get out of yep. New York City and get back to normalcy like I know it around here. And the calm and the tranquility, you know, here you hear a siren. The first thing you think is, ah, oh, must be the first Wednesday in the month. Yep. You know, yep. that's all you heard <laughs> yeah. when you were in New York City were sirens. And I saw a lot of taxi cabs. Right. Right. And I just think that the difference in North Dakota, too, is that people can travel and people do tend to come back. And that's what is amazing is, I mean, I know a lot of people who've went to the cities and come back um, because they realize that they that North Dakota has something and has jobs, really, too. Mm-hmm. I mean, we really have a robust economy here that other states don't have. Uh, another thing, too, education. Yeah. Um, I mean, we're like the number one per capita student funded education in America, mm-hmm. like we we fund more per student than any other state in America. For, yeah, for education for K through twelve. Yeah, and, and we don't have two thousand kids in a classroom. Right. I mean, um, you know, it, it, we basically have the best of all worlds. Right. If you don't mind a little winter. Well, and I say that anything with you know a four wheel drive. Mm-hmm. We'll get you through the winter. No. So, I mean, the really only difference between living in California is where you drive. Yeah. Honestly, the only difference, and, and then, of course, the crime and poverty. Yeah, and, and like your clothing might be a little different. Yeah, your clothing might be a little different, but we have nice clothing. I mean, Shields mm-hmm. is full of, full of great clothing, you know? Yeah, <laughs> like, I mean, you, you just, uh, you know, when I showed up out there, I brought snow boots, and yep. there was people in California that were like, what the heck are those for? <laughs> what do you use those for? And, and, and I tried to explain to them uh, what it gets like around here, and I'm not kidding you. This was back in the mid-'80s. Uh, they really thought that we still lived in like wood huts and yep. igloos and stuff like that. Um, but there was a lot of things we were actually ahead of for our time compared to them, too. I know. And that's one thing that I think is really unique to the entire experience of living and being in North Dakota is that, you know, we do have our, our own unique story and a pioneering story. And I think that everyone here kind of embodies that. And you can see it in the community about how, how people do things. And I don't know. I think my favorite part about Grand Forks is probably the Greenway. Mm, oh, you yeah. know, when we look at like, you know, what this community specifically has to offer. But there are so many other great aspects of, you know, the the Northeast North Dakota area. You know, we've got Grafton and it's a great community to, mm-hmm. you know, we've got communities all up and down the Red River Valley that are just honestly great to be in. Now, you originally hail from Fargo. Mm-hmm. What yep. part? I grew up in South Fargo. Okay, yep. okay. And how long have you been in Grand Forks? So I've been in Grand Forks since 2014. I came up here for UND. Okay. Um, finished that and then um, went into real estate. So I really liked doing real estate. And it was something that uh, somebody kind of recruited me from. I kind of have a... Uh, interesting background of getting into real estate, but it just is one of those things where when it when it worked, it worked. So, mm-hmm. and you like it here? 
Yep. Yeah, I do. I, I don't see myself really leaving from North Dakota. I mean, I really love Grand Forks and I don't really see myself, myself leaving from here. Um, except for, you know, if I were to find the perfect farmstead somewhere outside of town sure, or sure. something. But yeah, but, uh, but yeah, no, I really love this community. It's just something that Fargo doesn't really have anymore. Mm-hmm. You know, like bo- being born and raised in Fargo, Fargo used to have what Grand Forks feels like now. Yeah. People don't get that the way Grand Forks feels now is nice. Mm-hmm. It is more community feel. That's how Fargo yes. used to feel. It doesn't yeah. feel that way anymore. It's huge. Yeah, it's, it's gigantic. getting too big. Uh, you know, we had, uh, and we hear this all the time, too, we had um, some gentlemen on the show earlier this week, and uh, one of them's in the Air Force, and uh, again, we thank him. Uh, almost 21 years he's been in the service now. Absolutely. And when he retires, uh, he's been all over the world. When he retires, he's going to stay right here. Isn't that amazing? And you see, you hear that story all the time. It is. It is a story that you hear all the time. I see military people settling here all the time because they realize that the taxes here are good. The crime is low. They've been to places like California. They've been to Texas. They've been to Florida. They've been across the world. Mm-hmm. They know what it's like to live in you know, places that maybe don't have as much, um, I don't know, peace sure i yeah. guess you know i guess is the easiest way to say you know friendliness nice i yeah. guess north dakota nice <laughs> yeah you know you know it's nice to hear uh thank you and you're welcome once in a while yeah. because that's just the way people are brought up here right i mean and i think we've all i think we've all been uh i think we've all been in situations where we've needed help and we could rely on our neighbors pretty closely for that help you know and i think that's something that is unique to this area because like you said new york there's so many people who knows who you can rely on there here you know who your neighbor is absolutely uh you know they're they're not going to tell on you if you've got more than seven people in your house during covid stuff right, right. <laughs> now you've got your computer with you there berkshire ben what's right. going on today so i wanted to you know talk about this conversation about north dakota because i think it's an interesting you know how we in north dakota continually are having inventory shortages in real estate what that means is that people are realizing that this state's a great state mm-hmm. so like we were just talking about all the great things we value in our community people are realizing that here is the place to be and so i've created a really nice new website that people can go to that they can do their property evaluations on it's a uh, property value okay we're gonna follow along with you here dot com And you'll be able to go to the free property evaluation here on my website. Um, it pops it up first thing. So you can look at what your property is worth, get connected with a property expert, which is me. Um, uh, be able to look at the technology that we have to get the, your, te- your home sold. And then we're also going to be able to look at you know your options. Is it the right time to sell? Is it a good time to sell? Um, so this website really is pretty interactive with what you want to, to look into. So do you think with this website, you're going to get a bunch of people just because they want to know what their house is worth, what their they property know is worth. Their property is worth. They Even if they don't have any any inkling of selling. You, I mean, are you you think you're going to get a lot of that? People people don't realize what their home is worth and what it might be worth to somebody else until mm-hmm. they see it on paper and see a number. Okay. They may not be motivated to sell. You may not you may log into this website and think I'm not ready to sell and then you may get an evaluation from me that changes your mind. Oh, or yeah. I may have a buyer in my pocket who's been looking for your specific house. We can arrange a one-time showing agreement and get those buyers through and if they like it and agree to your price and terms then maybe we can get the deal done. I mean, you have to remember, selling is not just 
to the benefit of you, mm-hmm. it's also the buying side because you're going to be able to buy something at a historically low interest rate. You know, I never thought of that. Um, if, if you got on that website and all of a sudden somebody, you get a call from maybe you say, hey, I got somebody that really wants to buy your house. And if you didn't even think, well, I wasn't planning on selling it. Well, here's what they want to offer you well, because they really love it. I mean, that could change some minds really quick. Right. And once you create a, an account on this website, actually, what it'll do is it'll keep your information in my system so that if I were to have a buyer come along and say six months and want your specific house in your area, I can look up your address and give you a call and say, hey, so-and-so, I've got somebody interested in a property in your area. Would you like to arrange a one-time showing agreement? Okay. I mean, that's pretty hard for somebody to say no if they've kind of been interested in it they want to know what their property value is maybe now is the right time to sell because people can afford their home with the low interest rates mm-hmm. and are these interest rate interest rates i mean uh, we've hit on this before everything else is going up gas is going right. back up all this other stuff people have got to be starting to wonder or maybe even worry a little bit these interest rates are historically low and yep. are they you know a lot of people got to be thinking well they're probably not going to be this low forever we should probably you know, get on the ball, get up, you know, and, and get this rolling if we're looking to buy or sell. Right. Well, from a matter of government policy, you have to remember there's a change in administration. We mm-hmm. don't know what they're going to do. That's mm-hmm. number one. And number two, what what goes down probably will go up. I mean, it's gone up. It's gone down. Right now we're at historic lows. So what does that mean? What's the next logical thing? It can get historically lower. Is that likely? I mean, you got to think about it. Is that likely for them to get lower? Maybe, maybe not. Mm-hmm. Maybe they will. It'd be amazing if they did. 1.8 mm-hmm. maybe. Yeah, well, wouldn't <laughs> you know? that be something? Like, yeah. That be amazing, but you know, it probably not. So we have to assume maybe the opposite's true and maybe it's time to act sooner than later. Mhm. So, I mean, the culture here, it, it influences our way of life. It, it, this is just really a great place to live. Yeah. I mean, and, why I mean, why are you here? I mean, that's the thing. It's like <laughs> Yeah, I'm I'm here because and you know the funny thing is um early in my radio career, I had many job offers in Grand Forks and I never wanted to move to Grand Forks. I was some small town northwest minnesota that no i don't like it there i liked it there then i went to california then i came back but now i've been here for about 25 plus years and i love it i I mean mean, it's got pretty much everything i need could have moved oh yeah you probably could have moved several Mm -hmm. times you probably you you, you, we were just discussing before the program that you have family in other states you could have moved yep i mean but there's something that kept you here it's because it's a great place you know it's got everything i want the hunting the fishing yeah the people are awesome incredible um it's i don't like big cities um but it's big enough where i can pick up the phone and have almost anything i want as far as food or anything like that (laughs) delivered right to my door yep i mean how could you not like it the education's everything here is great right yep and i think it's only going to get better i think that the 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 north dakota is on a trajectory i think regardless of how things seem in the nation that north dakota itself i think is on a good path i mean we also have a great you know billion plus dollar revenue fund that Mm -hmm. supplies you know us money every year um, and so to protect that fund to make sure that we save money for roads infrastructure and improve our communities i think that we're moving in the right direction in that way um, and I think that that's just going to keep making us a better place. So can you see yourself in the future, Berkshire Ben, uh, getting married, having a bunch of little mini Bens and uh, staying in Grand Forks? That's the plan right now. That's I mean, the plan. Yeah. Uh, what does she think about it? <laughs> I think she's okay with that. Yeah. So, uh, but, uh, but yeah, so that's the plan right now. And I think that, that should be other people's plans. I mean, even the communities directly around Grand Forks. I mean, you got Crookston, East Grand Forks, hmm. Grafton, Northwood, yep. Thompson, Hillsboro. I mean, really all those places are great places to live. You know, and if we just keep embracing that culture and and keep letting our young ones know and letting our young people know that this is a good place to invest, 
that you can buy a condo and rent it out when you leave and then come back and you'll have some ownership in something instead of renting everything. Mm-hmm. I mean, if we start having those conversations today, we can build the, the, the foundation for a stronger North Dakota, I think. And, you know, all these kids that are in high school that have these big grandeur visions of moving out to some tropical, sunny place and Great. things are going to be so much better. They're really not. Well, um, I know lots of people move and they come back. Yeah, yeah. I know many people from my high school graduating class who moved away and they came back and ended up studying at UND or NDSU because they realized the tuition was good and, you know, their parents' house really wasn't that bad. Yeah. And, that, you know, and like the, the roads and streets in Fargo are good and, you know, or in North Dakota yeah. are good. And, and, and then once say. you get old enough to get out of your parents' basement and you decide to buy your first house, you're going to find out what mortgages are like here compared to, say, living right. in the West Coast or out in a big city because... Even apartments in like New York City, I mean, they're going for thousands and thousands of dollars a month. And they're not any bigger than this studio. No, I mean, I'm selling a, I'm selling almost 4,000 square foot home in Grafton for under $300,000. That is nuts. I mean, it's like four, it's like 4,000 square feet of home. And, mm-hmm. and it's under, it's under, you know, it's under 300,000. Where else do you get that type of deal? So, right. Yeah. Uh, see, John Brodine is watching. You think he's trying to steal any of your thunder here or get any hints from you? No, I love John. We he's were a great together. guy. His, yeah. his office is right directly across from mine. And, you know, whenever something happens in the office, you know, like the show, the office, we mm-hmm. just give each other a look, you know, like, like Jim and Pam or something like that. Cause we just, we see something that happened. We're like, oh my gosh, did that really just happen? So yeah. Office antics with Sharon and Rhonda, et cetera. So. Oh boy. Oh. <laughs> Oh boy. Um, Annika, Chris, William, Brock, Russ, John, Dan, Austin, a lot of people watching the show this morning, uh, inviting them all uh, to our open house. And I think you're going to maybe hang around for a little bit. I'm not sure. We were talking about it earlier, but yeah, um, we're going to have to, I'm going to have to double check, but okay. I, I'm going to try to stay around. <laughs> okay. Okay. But for sure, you're going to be here later on anyway, right? Yep. Oh man. Uh, love having you on, on the studio in the studio. It's always fun when, uh, Berkshire Ben Olson is here and, uh, Man, uh, we probably won't see you again for a couple of weeks, and unless you know, here real soon in we'll a few see, minutes. You know, we'll we'll get the schedule looked at, and I'll be on the show shortly. So, all right, hey, thank you very <laughs> much. We'll see ya. All right, there you go. That is your Berkshire Hathaway biweekly podcast with your realty expert, Berkshire Ben Olson. Love having Ben on the show. Love having all of these people from Berkshire Hathaway. What a great bunch of people! And again, remember now the culture of North Dakota. It's awesome. There's something to be said about North Dakota nice. And we'll catch you guys again Wednesday, your Berkshire Hathaway bi-weekly podcast on Grand Fork's Best Source.